my worth the time show. So enjoy yourself with the game.
And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Am I Worth the Time show. It's your host, your boy, Stevie B, right here at Fishbowl Studios. And in the studio with me, we have a lovely guest. We'll introduce our guest here shortly. But you also know that brother Garrett Jackson is in the studio as well. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you to everyone that is tuning in with us by Internet Airways. And we want to say thank you to those that are looking by Fishbowl Radio Facebook page that's looking at us live. We have an awesome guest that's in the studio with us. Going to be talking about some fabulous things that could take place and should take place in our city and not just our city but local cities around us we believe it'll work if we all just work the work yes sir that's what we believe that's what we believe and so in a minute we're going to introduce our speaker but we're hoping that everyone had a fabulous resurrection sunday Oh, yeah. It was definitely a busy Easter weekend. How was your weekend, bro, Jackson? Uh, my weekend was really full, but it was good. Right. I know it was good. Right. A full yeah. weekend. Yeah, belly got full, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think I'm, I'm still dragging a little bit. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong when it's full and the belly get full, too. Yeah, that's always a great combination. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He full weekend and a belly full too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I got to go see the doctor later this week. We going to see. Oh. I'm going to get a full report. That's what. (laughs) Well, hey, I I hope it ain't a bad report. (laughs) Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you and we hope we know that on the calendar is called Easter Canada Day, so I believe that in Canada they are celebrating Easter Monday, <laughs> and so we thank the Lord for that. If there's any listeners listening out there in Canada, we give you a big shout out. We like to thank everyone here locally, all a ton, Frisco, Plano, Dallas, Fort Worth. Listen, we thank you for tuning in with us on the internet radio. We thank all of those in Spain, Switzerland, uh, Germany. We we thank you. The list goes on. Uh, Nigeria, we thank you. We we thank you. We thank you. United States, we thank you for tuning in to us here on the Am I Worth the Time show every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. Well, let me get to our scripture, our scripture for the year that we have uh, landed on for this year, something uh, that we all need to really think about the words that come out of our mouth. The, the words that our tongue let come, the words that come from our tongue, our tongue puts it out. And it's from Proverbs 18 and 21. Proverbs 18 and 21. King James Version says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. 
That's the King James Version. Let me share with you the New Living Translation. And it says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Good God Almighty. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, I asked that question. I got to ask it again as we start to show. What have you said lately? What have you said lately? What have you said over your situation? What have you said over your circumstances? What have you said to yourself? What have you said to your spouse? What have you said to your children? What have you said about the whole circumstance of a thing? Have you spoke life or have you spoke death over it? Be careful what comes from the tongue of our mouths. Because that little member of our body carries a lot of weight. Amen. Be careful of what you say. That's right. Speak life over ever over yes. all of your circumstances. Ladies and gentlemen, you know on the Am I Worth the Time show, we are about encouraging. And so you got to speak life. You got to speak the change. You may not always do the change right then, but at least you got to do the first step and that speak it into existence. You and I must be careful what comes out of our mouth. A lot of us are experiencing doom and gloom for the simple fact we have spoke death before we ever gave it a chance. Oh yeah, I know you think I'm crazy in here, but let me tell you, you gotta speak life, life, life. over yourself. Yeah, you gotta speak life over your children. Yes, you and I gotta speak life over our problems. Listen, every now and then I got to look at that lector bill and say, you will not get cut off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you will not get cut off. Uh-oh. Okay, I know that's something there. Come on, Brother Jackson, with us a prayer. Well, praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of your spirit. We call upon the Prince of Peace today, O God, that gives life. And we thank you for calling us to be officers of your peace. We, we pray, Lord. Uh, for the authority that you've given us in the realm of, of authority that you've given us, that we unleash the power of peace over this city and every city that this broadcast reach. That's right. So as we begin this broadcast, I pray that you are keeping us and our family, our fellow saints in every city, oh God. Your peace is going before us to come every situation, Lord, that seeks to kill, steal, and bring division in these cities. So you promise to personally break down the dividing walls and hostility between people in these cities. And your peace acts like an umpire God, which can help people to make godly decisions. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for going before us to lead, to guide, to protect, and to open our eyes clearly to see the root that causes every situation we encounter. Lord, you're awesome. You're great. We magnify you and we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, we have in the studio with us live, it is a brother who's been in ministry since 1974, touching lives, 
touching and living and lives, messages and carrying a message of hope and faith. This gentleman message is relevant today. It stirs up the hearts, help answer life questions, and draws people into God's presence. Amen. This brother has had a variety ministry career. He was a part of the beginning of a contemporary Christian music as a recording artist with the top Christian recording labels. He has performed and recorded with a number of Christian artists. He has also been on pastoral staff of three churches and the principal of a Christian school. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to share with you our lovely guest in our studio today, right here on, on the Am I Worth the Time show, Jim DeLong. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. And just to start off, I don't know you two from Adam. <laughs> I've, I've never met you before today, but I know one thing. We're brothers together. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, I know sir. another thing that we walk in love and unity together. Yes, sir. And because of that unity, God is pouring out the anointing of the Holy Spirit on all of us and all yes. who hear. And then he, God's getting up from his throne. And like he did when he said, let there be light, he's commanding the blessing, yes, life yes, forevermore. I yes, receive it. I receive Amen. that. I receive it for my family and friends and neighbors, too. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're going to stand in the gap for everybody today, right? Amen. Yes, sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you, Mr. DeLong, for being with us here on the I'm My Worth the Time show. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I interview and what we're going to talk about today, uh, Brother Gary Jackson is going to go ahead and lead it at this time. Come on, Brother Jackson. Well, Brother Jim, it's a pleasure meeting you. And welcome again to the show. Thank you. Um, we were looking at your bio, and, and you brought in a, you know, a, a array of information that's just very intriguing. And so, so before we get to that, though, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I met the Lord when I was in college, when I was 24. And uh, one of the things that stopped me from meeting the Lord is I didn't want to be a missionary in Africa. <laughs> You know, I, you know, and then about five, seven years after that, I was a missionary in Africa. Me and my wife were about nine months. See, that, <laughs> and that, I loved every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, that's how the Lord works. Yeah. When we don't want to do something, he'll fix it. Yeah, yeah take us right in there. But go ahead, Brother and, Jim. And uh, I was a musician. Music, music was my God. When I met the Lord, I gave up my music because that was my God. But I was getting a, a teaching degree in music. I figured, well, until God directs me somewhere else, just keep going down the path. Don't go home and sit in your folks' home waiting for something else to happen. happen. Just keep going. And then six months later, during uh, Easter week, (laughs) this is 1973, 72, Mm. and uh, went to see the Ten Commandments. And me and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, we... uh, we were going to listen to that movie, and God spoke to me. Right. Wow. 
He says, by my not saying something, I'm saying something. <laughs> wow. Wow. And right there, wow. I knew God was saying, I don't want you to do anything else. I want you to stay on your music path. Okay. Right. And you know yourselves, when, when you get God's okay to do something, mm-hmm. boy, that lights a fire. Yeah. That, yeah. Changes, that changed me on the whole inside about how I approach music and all of that. And so I had a, um, <clears throat> quite a musical career. Uh, I recorded with Paul Clark, one of the uh, top, uh, one of the beginning uh, music artists in the contemporary Christian music. I was part of a group called Messenger. We were one of the first jazz funk <laughs> label <laughs> artists. All right. And uh, and uh, played with Phil Kagey for a number of years and recorded with him. He's a guitarist and uh, uh, was involved with contemporary Christian music and especially praise and worship for years. And then in 81, the Lord said, um, I'm sending you down. You're at a crossroads. You can t- continue going down the road of music, or you could be one of my ministers. Hmm. Well, I knew that wasn't really a question. Right. But he was giving me a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I want to be one of your ministers. And so from that point on, music stopped being my main thing. But that was 1981. I hung up my sticks in 2013. <laughs> so, uh, so I was still played from time to time. And in that time, I was on pastoral staff of a number of churches and uh, a uh, principal of a Christian school. And, you know, <clears throat> the Bible says the steps of the righteous are ordered of the, law of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. A man's mind plans his way. But the Lord directs his steps. And so he, sometimes you take a step and you think you're heading direct north. But as you picked up your foot before you put it down, you're heading a little more east. Mm. Because he's directing your steps. Right. And whatever step he has for me, I love it. That's how we it's do a, it. It's always the best way to go. Amen. And so. Uh, I had just looked up the scripture, Psalms 37. 23 to 24, I was just waiting for you to finish. (laughs) (laughs) See see how the Holy Ghost works? Yes. I think we're just going to have a Holy Ghost time here. We always do. (laughs) And and so then in 2017, I was at a crossroads. I'd wanted a senior pastor for years, decades. Mm. And it just wasn't clicking in a lot of different ways. And God already knew it, but I sat down and I got honest with him. Hmm. And I said, Lord, you know, this isn't clicking. Even though I have a pastor's heart and I love helping people, but being a pastor, that's just not the thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I said, I, know, I'm not, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll uh, you know, pick up garbage if you want to. <laughs> I'll, you know, you just tell me what you want to do. <laughs> And I'll do it. And then I said, and whenever you want to tell me is fine. Because you guys know in your walk with the Lord, God says something and you expect it to be tomorrow. Well, it's not next week. It's not yeah. next month. Yeah. It's not next year. It's not next decade sometimes. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know? So I would just at the point, God, when it, whatever, mm-hmm. whenever. I was, this was being real quiet and silent with them. About three minutes later, my son... 
I want you to go to city council meetings and pray. Hmm. Yes, sir. I can do that. (laughs) And I went to my first city council meeting early, and I said, Lord, I don't need it. But if I could have a word, one of your words, a scripture to stand on, then that'll give me more strength. Yeah. But you are my strength. You are my shield. Mm-hmm. You are my glory. You are the lifter of my head. If you don't think I need one, that's fine. But I'm asking for one. And then it was out of Isaiah 9, 6. The government mm. of the world yeah. is on his shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. The government of Fort Worth is not on the shoulders of those on the dais, the council members and the mayor and the city manager and the city attorney. It's on the Lord. I said, got it. Boy, did that that put (laughs) a bounce in my step and hope and expectancy. Uh, And I'm I'm, uh, six and a half years doing that. That's right. Good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, o- over the years, you know, just by you talking in the different <clears throat> avenues, like you say, the, the Lord orders our steps. Yeah. And the different avenues that you've experienced. How would you say? Uh, uh, OK, you've seen a lot of change. Yes. So how would you say from 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 your beginning? And of course, you evolved as well as right. you follow the Lord. But how have you seen ministry change? Well, um, <clears throat> part of that answer Around 1987, uh, I went through a real hard time, along Mm. with my family, and was praying and stuff, and it was rough sledding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it was hard because of some of the things that happened, and I made it quality decision. I said, Lord, I want to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. That's good. And yep. so from that time on, I become solution-minded. Okay. Because you can get around people, and they'll talk the problem. And they talk. people know how to talk the problem. They're pros. They don't even have to go to school or practice doing it. You, yeah, this guy <laughs> did this, and this president did this, yeah. and what about this, and what about right. And pretty soon, anger and strife and all that stuff. Well, well we talk about that. Life and death is in the power, power of the time. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but that's like the wisdom of God fell on you yeah. because you and your mind said, "Hey, I want to be a part of the solution." Right. So we have to make up our mind that's and work exactly with God. Right. Yeah. And if, in fact, that that scripture, life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's part of what changing your city is all about. Okay. It's getting believers to speak out life. All right. Yes. Now. You know, you can go about it two ways. You can say, now, I, by, by praying our prayer, and we'll get in that a little later, uh, I'm going to teach you how to speak life. That's one way of approaching it. Or you can just have them do it. <laughs> yeah. And then when they do it, it makes it more real because I'm not teaching you, and now I'm following a teaching. I'm just saying, speak that out. And they are speaking life. Yeah. They are unleashing the power of peace. Right. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. Mm-hmm. So he's deposited that within us. So what do I see? I'd say one scripture uh, helps to summarize what I see. You are the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, if your salt loses its savor... You're going to be trampled upon by the feet of men. Mm-hmm. So 
we're in a time in our society and in our government and things that are going on. I never thought I'd ever see the day. Hmm. And it's like a tsunami wave. Hmm. And a lot of, I hear Christians say, the devil is persecuting us. He's persecuting the church. I say, stop, wait a minute. You stopped being salt and you're being trampled on. Hmm. It's cause and effect. Right. But you can change it. You can start right. being salt again. That's good. Right. That's good. Yeah. And then when you're salt again, they can't trample on you. And, and as more of the body of Christ starts being salt and light and allowing the rivers of living water to flow, flow. out of them, yeah. Yeah. Allowing yeah. The, we are the fragrance of Christ, we start being that. Uh, when light shines, for instance, he says, we're the light of the world. What do we have to do to be, for that to happen? Just agree with it. Yeah, I don't. I, I I've said to him, "You said I'm the light of the world. I don't know how to be light, but I re. You said I am. So in my inability <laughs> to understand it, I agree with you right. and let my light shine. When you turn on lights in this room, what happens to darkness? Dispels it. Hmm. Do you have yeah. to do? Do you have to call down the darkness? Mm-mm. Do you have to speak it down? Do you have to cast out the darkness? Hmm. Light always dispels darkness. That's right. So if we sense darkness coming upon our own lives and circumstances, our families, our cities, our nation, our job, or whatever, then that should be an indicator. Hey, turn up your light switch. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, the three of us turning on the light switch right here. One puts 1,000 to flight, two puts 10,000. 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000 is what? That's the number we put to flight here because we're the light of the world. Right, right. And so uh, that's, so I see that a large majority of the problems that we're facing lie at the foot of the church. Right. When Jesus said, you're the light of the world, when he said, you're the salt of the earth, when he says, rivers of living water flow out of your innermost being, when the word says, you're the fragrance of Christ, that helps define us. Whether yes. we want to agree that we are those things or not, he has just defined us. Yes. And all yeah. we have to, well, all is quite a big, sounds, it's an easy sounding word, mm-hmm. but if we'll accept who he has called us mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. And saying, even in my ignorance, I don't know what to do about it. Holy Ghost, work through me and show me. Yeah. Then we'll start being more light, more salt, more the fragrance. The rivers of living water will start flowing. And we can see part of the Great Commission and being salt, we are are to be salt. Salt back then was a preservative. Yes. Yes. We're not preserving the society of our country. (laughs) Man, you speaking it, but you know, but you know you know Jim. Yeah, everything that you're talking about is practical, mm-hmm. simple, practical things. Yeah, and <clears throat> of course we can agree that there's there's wolves in sheep clothing, there's false prophets and all that, and sometimes the word doesn't go right. But but by discernment, by the Spirit of God, the good news is still being preached. That's right. And with that. We're receiving a lot, but in that there's some type of um, complication. It gets complicated somewhere. It can get, yeah. yeah, it can, but but it doesn't have to be. That's right. What you're talking about is practical tools that'll change 
change us first. Yeah. Change our household. Yeah. Change our neighborhood. Yeah. Change our community. Yeah. Change our city. Yeah. Change <laughs> North Texas or yeah. wherever you at a region. Yeah. It goes on and it, on. It goes on and on. That's right. Yeah. There's and, there's no limit. That's right. Yeah. But and, and so I kind of just wanted to stay right there. You yeah. you know you just gave some practical tools and it lined up with our scripture what we've been talking so about. You yeah. Bet. Yeah. Life. And death is in the power of the tongue. So if we're talking problems, we're speaking death. Right. It's that it's good, simple. Man. Yeah. Whether yeah. you don't like the way a guy is doing something and you think he's what he's doing is demonic and satanic, and you don't need to talk about that. We need to talk life. And simple on our website, I say it's simple as one, two, three. Mm. One. Make, make, make an agreement to pray our prayer every day. Right. Two. Dedication. Pray it every day. Yeah. Faithfulness. Three. Expect results. There you go. It's as simple, there now, you go. As simple as one, two, three. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to see change right. right away. Right. But you, you keep going. You keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You keep saying it. And my hope and heart before the Lord is everyone who prays that prayer. They start speaking it out. Their spirit man starts coming more alive. Yeah. But they start experiencing the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit, and they start getting more on fire, more on fire, more on fire. Because our our prayer, it's all about the Great Commission. Right. <clears throat> and his faith come by hearing. Yes. Hearing by the word of God. And when we speak things out, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We're speaking out three scriptures. Mm-hmm. Can God lie? No. Is there any possibility of a chance that he can lie? <laughs> no. When he says something, you could take it to the bank 100%. Yeah, yeah. So when Jesus said, peace be still, and he says, my peace I gave to you, and that we can act like him, when we say, peace be still, well, it's going to get still. It has to. And in the second scripture is Ephesians 2.14. Get this. It says, Jesus himself is your peace. <laughs> and he himself will break down every dividing wall of hostility between people. Yes. We don't have to ask him to do that. We don't have to beg him to do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to plead with him to do that. We don't have to get angry and command him to do that. Mm-hmm. We just say simply, Jesus, you said you would do that. Mm-hmm. We believe it. We believe when I say you are our peace. And Jesus, you yourself are breaking down every dividing wall of hostility in this building, in this city, in this county. He can't help but be doing it. It's it. almost like saying, sick him. Yeah, he takes pleasure in doing that. He does. Yeah. And he takes pleasure. He's saying, finally, I've got my children releasing me to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, uh, it's a lot of times people, it's their concept of prayer is to beg and plead with God. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, you know, one scripture um my wife and I just celebrated 32 years of marriage. Congratulations. Awesome. Now, I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. But, you know, it's, it's growth. It's, it's tough. You know, we had some times, but we learned a, a scripture that says a soft answer turns away wrath. 
And there it is again. There's a way to actually bring peace mm-hmm. with a soft answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, these are just tools, and it's the Word of God. That's right. And what we're trying to say That's to exactly our audience right. and to ourselves, yes. it works. It does. Yeah. It works. Yes. Yeah. And you don't have to toil and, and, and labor and all that. It's just speak it. Just speak it. And you don't see it working, keep speaking it. You know why? Because it has to work. That's right. And just because we don't see it don't mean it's not working. That's exactly right. You know, we have to realize that some things, we live in a broken world, a mm-hmm. broken, fallen world. Mm-hmm. And some things have been here for or, or centuries yeah. before. So it may take a little bit longer. That's you know, right. I can I can pull my old okra right up out of my little garden box, right. but I'm, I just can't go grab that oak tree and pull it up exactly like that. Right. It's going to take a little bit longer. It's a great illustration. Yeah, it exactly just, right. Holy Spirit just gave it to me. Let me write yeah. that one down. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, the thing of it is, when we speak these out, we speak it out with faith, expectancy, yeah. and yeah. joy. Yeah, yeah. God, you're doing something. Yeah. And faith says, I believe, even though I don't see yeah. Yeah. Amen. Hello, caller. Tell us what's on your mind. Well, good evening. I just wanted to tell you that I'm really enjoying the show tonight. Um, but I also wanted just just to commend uh, the conversation. It's really speaking to me, and I agree with um, the discussion that we just have to agree uh, with God's word. It's already done in Jesus name, but also as Christians, um, I think we don't activate the power that's given to us um, by God's holy word. You know, he tells us in Matthew that we are to bind and loose. And I don't think, you know, we're talking about the power of life and death. I don't think we understand that, you know, what's bound on earth is bound also in heaven. What's loosed on earth, is loosed in heaven, and I think we need to practice that to really activate that power. Um, we can bind some stuff up just by believing what what the Word of God says. So I just wanted to share that, and just um, thank you for this discussion tonight. Thank you for sharing that, and yeah. thank you for tuning in. And I guess it's Brother uh, Jim DeLong, and he's um, made a proposal on and a project. Uh, in changing our city Amen, yeah. and that's his goal is to help all of us to as christians number one to get in our places so that we can work together to change our city to lower the violent crime in fort worth amen that's and right. to be and to to be the the uh, model to other cities right. to help follow, and yeah. you know one of the things that we're we 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 shine, we're trying to do, and that was the reason why I reached out to Mr. Jim was because we got to come together. That's right. Yeah, Amen. we got to come yes. together. Amen. The violence, the school shootings, do not have no color or no race. It's everywhere. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, and we 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 do too much of the color place and all that kind of mess. But violence mm-hmm. is everywhere mm-hmm. over our city. That's right. And the most yeah, important the enemy's tactic is to divide and conquer us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And and and, and it's a sad thing that we don't see it. And, and as Brother Jim said, and I thank you for bringing it out, Jim, uh, we talk about it a lot. 
But we're not mm-hmm. really, really ready to get boots on the ground and get out in the field. That's right. Yep. We got to get minded, like he said. That's we right. got to be solution minded. Yes. Yes. And we got to come together. Amen. And so continue Amen. to listen with us and share any comments that the Lord have. I'm sorry, Brother Jackson. Go ahead and no, carry you on. Good. With what you I'm enjoying it too. <laughs> I have something you. I can add yeah. to what you said. Sure. What Changing Your City is doing, our, our uh, mission statement is mobilizing Christians to unleash the power of peace to change their city. You could as easily say mobilizing Christians to loose the power of peace to change their city. Yes. And so that's what we're helping Christians to be able to do, to bind and loose. We're loosing the power of peace out on our city to change our city. Amen. Amen. I'm with that. Yes, sir. I'm excited. You know, we were we were all collectively, along with the caller, uh, unity came yeah. came up, mm-hmm. and God honors unity. Yes, unity is very powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, a lot of times um, we have to look at it on the dark side too. Unity works on the dark side. That's right. You mm-hmm. see, but like she said, He comes to divide and conquer because He know the importance of unity. I think that was one of the instructions to the church that Jesus yeah. said, you know, to be unified. So, so another, another, um, subject, which is the same line we were talking before we got on air and we had to agree, say, Hey man, let's save some of this for the air. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause we just, we just bonded and came yeah, together like brothers right. do, you know, yeah. brothers in Christ do. And, um, we was, I was sharing that we were in a, another state, you know, part of an organization mm-hmm. that um, taught us and and compelled us to just do something simple is walk your neighborhood and pray. That's right. mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. you don't have to bring down the heavens, but I mean, you know, I was shouting and and everything. But if the Holy Spirit leads you to that, do that because He's with us. But just simple prayers, just walking your block and mm-hmm. praying, observing things mm-hmm. and. And we seen a change in our community, and then we found that there were some other brothers and sisters in Christ. Next thing you know, it's a group of us yeah. walking it, and then we just start expanding. So uh-huh. again, we're talking about practical things that mm-hmm. we can do, That's right. or just sit in your yard and 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 you know watch life go by, but yet keep praying. That's right. You know, even a whisper God hears and and pays attention to, and the Word of God moves on it. I mean, the, the spirit moves when we speak the word of God. That's right. Yeah. You know, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Mm-hmm. In that authority, I, I'm amplifying this, I bequeath my authority upon you mm-hmm. and go in all the world. Yeah. So Teddy Roosevelt said, walk softly, but carry a big, big stick. stick. <laughs> we got the biggest stick there is. <laughs> Jesus has given us his authority. Amen. To unleash on the earth. And sometimes you gotta yell and scream. Yeah, yeah. But other times you can just say, peace be still. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's right. It's unleashing the power of God. The power of God is loosed. I like to put it like uh, some people might question my illustration here. In some ways, God's like a racehorse at the gate. He has given us dominion. You go back to the original intent of man. 
the original commission was to have dominion, and he won't cross that line. He needed Moses to stretch his arms, for instance, before he, he split the Red Sea. Mm. I can go on and on, but he's waiting for us to walk in the authority, the dominion that he gave us. And when we say, peace be still, I'm there. Yeah. When we say, Jesus, thank you that you are breaking down every dividing wall of hostility in our city and in my family and my neighbors, he comes on the scene. Yeah. Thank you that, that your, your peace looks <clears throat> like an umpire rules in our hearts. It calls the shots and helps people of all kinds to make more godly decisions. It happens. Yeah. We might not see the effect. Uh, uh, one of my emails that I send out weekly, I t- have the subject line drip dot 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 drip dot 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 drip dot dot dot, and I showed a picture of a faucet in the back part of my garage that had a drip, and I had a metal gutter. It was like ten gutter. Mm-hmm. There was a hole that big. One drip. One drip at a time. Mm-hmm. One drip at a time Mm -hmm. and pretty soon now it's thousands of drips right then it's hundreds of thousands of drips and that hole got to be about three inches wide by about an inch and a half Mm -hmm. deep one drop of water at a time put a hole in metal yeah yeah and and you know one one thing the first question i asked is tell us a little bit about yourself and it was just so many nuggets i got out of that but one of the biggest nuggets is if we're just willing if we're just willing. So everything you're saying that it only takes one person to make a difference. You know, if one person would just be willing, God will bring the help. He'll bring the resources. What does it say? God says, I look for a man, <laughs> a man, yes. not yeah. a tribe, not a, not a fat, you know, not a, I look for a man to stand in the gap before me for the land. And I found none. That's good. So I'm a man. You're the man, you're the man, and here's three of us, we're standing in the gap. Yes. Literally worldwide. Yes. I like when, when, when Bishop calls out the numbers and the nations, we can see them. You know, it gets tangible. Yes. You know, it gets tangible. Yeah. So, and I know for me, it keeps me coming. You know, it's not about me, it's not about, you know, Bishop, it's not about whoever sits at this table, but we know God is faithful. He is faithful. Yeah, he is faithful, and he's been faithful to the broadcast. He's been faithful each and every uh, uh, guest that has come in with a special gift. Yeah. You know, he amplifies it and and shows himself through people. Well, you just said something critical, critically important. Um, We all have an idea what our calling is. And many people think that their calling is something God has asked them to do for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That doesn't quite line up with Scripture. It says in First Thessalonians 5, Faithful is he who called you, who will also do it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing it? Faithful is he who called you, who will also do it. Ephesians 1, 17 and 18, God gives us a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. And these two scriptures are uh, a, a worship progression. We enter in his presence. Then the eyes of our understanding become enlightened. enlightened. Yeah. That we know the hope of his calling. Yeah. Most people in their minds think we, 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 know the, the, uh, we come to know and understand the hope of our calling. It's his, <laughs> his calling. calling. Yeah. And then Philippians 1.6. 
I am confident of this very Everything. thing. Yeah. Who he that began a good work in you mm-hmm. will perform it through you yeah. until the day of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. And yeah. Yeah. And you know, I wanted to just ask uh uh re- real real quick, Brother Jackson, I know you gotta go do something. Go ahead. Um uh, <laughs> uh, uh one thing I wanted to to and ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, right here on the uh, Am I Worth the Time show in the studio with us today is uh, Mr. Jim DeLong. And uh, Mr. Jim DeLong uh, decided uh, uh, with the help of God to become solution-minded. That's right. Solution-minded. And so he founded Changing Your City. Mm-hmm. Changing Your City. And, and so Jim... Elaborate a little bit more on the pilot uh, program of this vision that you have with changing our city and how we can get volunteers. Yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that you asked that. Uh, I go to every, I attend almost every Fort Worth City Council work session mm-hmm. and every Fort Worth uh, City Council meeting. And during one of the work sessions, uh, the chief of police, Chief Noakes, who's a very godly man, and he, yes. St- yes. he stands tall, and he sh- talks strong. And, <laughs> and they were talking about violent crime, reducing violent crime in Fort Worth, because crime is dropping in Fort Worth, yes. but violent crime is escalating. Wow. Wow. And he said, I am looking for people that are solution-minded okay. and people that I can trust. Yeah. Well, God planted a seed in me for a trial period, and I, I wrote up a rough draft of the proposal of the program. And uh, I had come to know Mayor Price, uh, Chief Krause, and Councilman Moon. They were all former, held those positions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I met with them to, to lay out this proposal uh, to lower crime, violent crime. They had no skin in the game. Gotcha. So they wouldn't have to talk uh, political talk to me. Gotcha. To cover themselves, uh, because they're uh, in public office. Yeah, every yeah. one of them. There was no negatives, and so basically, we're doing a three-month trial period. We we picked one of the highest crime police divisions in the city, the East Division, and I met with the commander of the division. Okay. Totally supportive of this. Okay. And I know before that, I met with Chief Noakes. And I laid this out to him. He's totally in favor of this. Okay. And then we wanted to work through CAPA, which is police, I mean, uh, chaplain and police alliance. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there's a police yes, officer that's a whole, that's ahead of that. Yes, sir. I mean, I think I saw you at the Christmas party. Yes, sir. Last December. Yes, sir. Yes, that's sir. where yes, I know sir. you from. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, sir. And so, and so <laughs> we're, we were organizing in this test pilot program Kappa members and police officers. I just met about 10 days ago. At I uh, went to every roll call in the East Division, and I was thinking, Lord, if I could get 7 to 10% of the people to sign up, you know, that's a stretch to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How many signed up? Over 30% of the police officers signed up. 
Wow. And then we're t getting Kappa members from all around the city to volunteer to do a an extra ride in with a police car because Kappa members can ride in on a beat, on a shift with police officers. Yes, sir. And they're both praying out this prayer. That's good. That's good. And so you talked about boots on the ground earlier. Yes, sir. Our officers, they have boots on the ground on every problem, that, you know, situation. When they get a call to go to something, it's not because to celebrate someone's birthday. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes. so we have, we're doing a pilot program. We're going to have stats from the police department statistics. We're going to have a baseline, the start of April. And then I think we're going to go to the end of June. I'm almost thinking of changing it to the end after the 4th of July weekend because okay. that's a pretty high crime time. Okay. And we're going to have stats at the end. And God's going to show up in these three months through these men and women praying this out. And we're going to see statistically yes, sir. lower crime. We're going to have quantitative data that when we loose, like that woman was talking about, yes, loose sir. God yes, sir. Yes, sir. to come on the scene, yes, he will lower violent crime. Yes, I have no doubt, and sometimes I feel like a fool saying it, but God is hes waiting for us. Yeah. Yeah. We take our place. Yeah. Like Moses. Moses, you spread out your arms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do this prayer, and, and people, everyday Christians praying the, uh, our regular prayer. We have a, I wrote a special prayer for the police officers. We speak out this prayer. We're doing our part. We're loosing God yeah. and, his, and his will and his ways and his word to come on the scene, yeah. and we will see lower crime. Yeah. And you know, it's good that you say that because me and Gary Jackson, we are part of Ministers Against Crime. Okay, yeah. And we, we that's the reason why we was at yeah. the party okay. that you yeah, saw. Yeah. <laughs> and so when Brian called me and shared it, yeah. I said, hey, it'd be good. Give me his number. Let me reach out to him. Because we, you're right. We've got to come together yes. and be solution-minded because yes. we're bearing the same gospel. And we also have in mind the same peace. That's because right. I noticed in your in your in your paperwork how you talk about peace. And one thing that I've shared with ministers against crime and with Chief, because last month we had Chief on the show. Sat, oh, awesome. sat, he sat right in that seat where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering the, I felt the anointing. <laughs> and and one thing that I shared with Chief yeah. was the acronym that I shared with the ministers against crime for peace. Number one, pray. The P for in peace is for pray. And now we know that uh, most of the people in the city, a lot of people in the city, uh, they don't they don't operate in prayer. So that P goes also for pause. The E, exhale. Exhale, take a breather. The A, allow the process to work. Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. The right. C. Care for one another. Yes. Care for how your action yeah. has affected someone else directly yeah. and indirectly. Yeah. And then E, examine your part in this situation. That's right. Because, because Paul said, examine yourself. He mm -hmm. said, let a man examine yourself. Yeah. And you know another thing I like about what Paul said in Corinthians to the Corinthian church, because you know the Corinthian church was a crazy little old place. <laughs> uh, 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 but he also said right there, 
judge yourself. That's right. We're yeah. so busy trying to judge someone else. else. But Paul encouraged the Corinthians. He said, judge yourself That's honestly. Right. Uh-huh. He said, because if you judge yourself, you don't have to worry about being judged. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you just look at yourself. So the E in peace went for examine. Amen. Uh And that's the way you're going to bring this peace. You got to pause. You got to pray. You got to exhale. Take a breather for a minute. Quit being so um, antsy in road rage. All it takes is a few seconds to back up and let the car merge in. Nine times out of ten, the car is trying to go way to the left side. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. we're so mean towards one another. Yep. See, we got to quit being mean-hearted. That's and good. then the children of God. Now, this is the, I'm talking about the church. The church got to quit trying to compete with one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The church, it's amazing to me, Jim, how the devil and his imps is all on the same page. You see? Yep. That's what talking but about the, the church, yeah. the church is not on the same page. And I'm going to go back to something you said earlier. And Paul said it in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. He said, brethren, I pray that you all say the same, same. thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes mm-hmm. men like you and so many other men and women mm-hmm. who are not looking to get a pat on the back from being a pastor, uh, 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 but recognize your role in the body of Christ yeah. is not just because you're a preacher don't mean you got a pastor for, but your right. role is in being bringing solutions. That's right. Mm-hmm. See, that's a that's a bigger work, and that's where we need boots on the ground because yes. when you are solution minded, mm-hmm. you're not so high minded about yeah. I'm the one that thought of this, I'm the one that done this, I'm the one. You know, I think we got to get away from that. If we're going right. to, like you said, if we're going to bring this value, you're not going to get it all to stop, but you can bring it to a minimum. That's right. You can bring exactly. it to a minimum. We all have friends, loved ones, and families yep. on both sides of the coin mm-hmm. that we got to keep accountable. Yep. Yeah. That's accountable. Right. Our children are hurting. Uh-huh. Our school districts are hurting. That's right. I don't care what school you go to in the Fort Worth ISD, they're hurting. That's right. I ain't talking about the charter schools yet. I get to that later. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving the school district running the, to the charter schools thinking that it's better. But listen, you yeah. got the same teachers and the same problems that left this part that went to this part. I'm, I'm just saying. That's right. Don't, 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 don't allow the enemy to deceive us mm-hmm. but we have a issue that yes. is really far greater mm-hmm. and beyond ourselves yeah That's exactly right. yeah and we've got to come together ladies and gentlemen yeah. to change our city that's right you Amen. and i got to pull together if you're in dallas if you're in arlington if you're in fort worth if you're in weatherford i don't care where you are bedford euless forest hill all around dfw i can't call collieville uh uh white settlement crowley I, I, everything in tarrant county we gotta come together in order to change our city but now we're gonna take a break and when we come back we're gonna hit a little bit do you want to change it Uh (laughs) uh-oh 
That's a question. <laughs> Do you want to change it? Because the only time that we seem like we want to come out against something is only when it's a black and white issue. Yeah. But what about when it's a white on white issue? I know we call that a wild, white on white. But what about when it's a BBB, black on black? B.O.B., black on black. When do we come together That's right. to help bring it a change? What about when it's the Family Violence Act? Uh-oh, okay. I'm going to go to commercial. We'll be back after this. <laughs> hey, this is Dee Dee Ingram, host of the Dee Dee Ingram Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. from FBRN Studios at Glove Light Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear a living room conversation that we invite you to be a part of. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. to catch the Dee Dee Ingram Show. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. <laughs> Podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at letstalkrelationships.org, or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org And remember, you can't heal if you refuse to deal. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom. We can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. FBRN.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, right here to the Am I Worth the Time show. He'll make it all right. He'll make it all right if you and I would just get together. Stop complaining and murmuring about it and get your behinds on the ground. Get your hands dirty and let's work together in our communities, in our schools, and all over your city together. You shouldn't have to wait till the Lord bring a tornado to work together. Uh-oh, they ain't going to say nothing. Let me give myself a clap right there. <laughs> you should not have to wait until the Lord allows a tornado to hit in order to bring us together. You should stay right there for a minute. There is a crisis yeah. in the city. And any time there's no Christ in the crisis, the city will get worse. Mm -hmm. But if you put Christ in the crisis, the crisis will flee. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -huh. Pastor Jack Crane of the True Vine uh, Baptist Church on Miller Avenue, he says the same thing, uh, Brother Jim, that what we got to do is get back on these streets and pray. That's right. Yeah. Last night in the city of Fort Worth, 2 a.m., another shooting took place yeah. at one of the neighborhood stores. Mm -hmm. One wounded, one dead. Yeah. 2 a.m. There's a crisis out there. And we, we are good at being bitter-hearted. We are good at murmuring, kind of like the children of Israel. They murmured, murmured, yeah. murmured, regardless of what Moses did and how the Lord led them by day and led them by night. They still just murmured, murmured, murmured. But listen, if we put our heads together, that's right, work yes. together, mm -hmm. pray together, love together, listen, we can change our city. That's right. And I asked that question before we went to the commercial break. The question is, do you want change? All right. Mm -hmm. Or are you just going to move from other suburbs with the same problem? <laughs> do you want change? Mm -hmm. Because change begins with you. That's right. That's exactly right. If we want reform anywhere else, reform's got to start in your own heart. All right. Amen. That's right. And I'll go on record saying it. Reform's got to start in your own heart and mind. Mm -hmm. Yo, let reform begin with you. That's right. Not just the emotional side of us, but the depth side of us. Yeah. Come on, Brother Jackson. That's enough for me. Yeah. I mean, you're hitting it because, you know, Brother Jim... You know, he talked about the solutions. He talked about the initiative, and and there's and and it's just, we've just been talking practical, simple things That's that right. we can do. Mm -hmm. And I was looking back at at one of your pamphlets, and you say it's simple. Praying over your city is as simple as one, two, three. Yeah, and we can apply that as we're the city. That's right. You like like Bishop saying, look at ourselves first. You know, I have a thing that I call uh, mirror ministry. It came about when I couldn't get in this years ago, I couldn't get in touch with my pastor, couldn't get in touch with my best friend. Mm -hmm. The Lord said, get in the mirror and start speaking to yourself. Yeah. Look beyond the blemishes. Look beyond right. the scars. Uh -huh. And let's get real. 
Mm-hmm. And it's about, again, we get back to that, speaking life into yourself right. and making yourself available for change. That's and I'm going right. to tell you, it's not going to hurt as much as you think it's going to hurt. That's exactly right. You know, because fear comes to paralyze us. But these steps are simple. Make a decision. Mm-hmm. I was talking earlier. Be willing. Yep. Do you want to see your city change? Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's a simple thing, but we have to start for ourselves. Step two, speak out. Mm-hmm. Speak life. Also, get involved. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Mm-hmm. We say go to the, to the uh, uh, city uh, council meetings. Council meetings. Uh-huh. Get involved. See what's happening in your neighborhood. Right. If you see a problem, let's see what it takes to bring the solution. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So go ahead and expand on, on, uh, on your steps or whatever because, you know, we're free. This is a good show. Well, you, I'd like you, to hear those steps again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number one is to make a decision that you want to pray this prayer. Yeah. Step number two, pray the prayer. Step number three, expect change. Wow. Amen. Expect change. And, and we don't, like I, in the last segment, I talked about that dripping uh-huh. waterfall. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And over a period of months, it made a hole in ten. But it was one drop at a time, one prayer at a time, one prayer at a time. And pretty soon you have, you know, a hundred people praying that prayer in your city. You have a thousand people praying that prayer in your city. Then you have thousands of drops at a time. Wow. You know, and our, our mission statement is mobilizing Christians to unleash the power of peace to change their city. Part of that is mobilizing Christians to get off of their rear ends, to get up off their couches. Yes, sir. And do something. Yes, what, sir. What are we asking them to do? You don't have to knock on anybody's door. Come on. You don't have to go out of your house if you don't want to. If you make a decision to simply speak out this prayer, it takes about a minute and a half. Every day, you are doing something that's right in line with the Great Commission. Yeah. yeah. And you are releasing, unleashing the power of peace. Peace in Hebrew means nothing missing, <laughs> nothing lacking, <laughs> nothing broken, wholeness, completeness. Wow. That's good. That's yeah. what peace God means. Good wow. God you know, do you have some mental issues? But we have something missing there. Do you have... Is there lack in your life? Then there's something lacking. Yeah. Whatever the situation. And, and another thing, you're talking about unity. Most people judge others by their actions. We judge ourselves by our good intentions. Wow. So we let ourselves off the hook. Well, I didn't really right. mean that. I didn't mean that. But do you see what that guy did? And furthermore, Jesus said in John 17, when the world sees that you're one, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. they will know the Father sent the Son. Yeah, which are one. The, the greatest evangelical outreach for the church is unity, mm-hmm. not evangelizing. Because mm-hmm. that's what exactly. Jesus said. Exactly. So... This is a stat from about 15 years ago. In the world, there were, back then, there were 33,000 different Christian denominations. Wow. So what's happened? <coughs> Christianity has become a proprietary organization. And a proprietary means it's like a, uh, like, like a Windows PC 
if you want to build a PC, you can buy a motherboard from this over here. You can buy the RAM over <laughs> here. You can buy the hard drive over here, the monitor over here. But with Apple, it's proprietary. You can only buy Apple. Yeah. And so many denominations, you have to come in line with our right. doctrine, our <laughs> denomination. And you think this way, you think you, sprinkling is okay to baptize, and other people think dunking is okay to baptize, and they'll divide themselves based on that. Based on that, yeah. Well, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who is Jesus? Right. And what are we doing about him? Right. We can let all if we would let all that other stuff go. There are ministers that are coming against other ministries and other movements and they think that their role in, in Christianity is to protect the sacredness of Christian doctrine. Right. They're deceived. Well that, that's what Paul was saying when he told them, Don't say you were baptized by Paul or you was baptized exactly. by Theos. So it's nothing new. Right. You see, it's nothing new. So if we go back and study that, we can learn from it right. and come out of that. And that's one thing about our prayer and what we're doing. Any Christian denomination can look at that and not have a problem with it. Right. I try to keep it unfiltered. So yeah. anybody that loves Jesus and knows Jesus can speak out. That prayer. In fact, when I uh, presented this to uh, the policeman uh, on, on our initiative, uh, policemen and Kappa members riding together in some of the uh, most uh, crime-ridden areas, mm -hmm. speaking out the prayer, I told the police officers, "You don't have to be a Christian to to speak out this prayer." Mm -hmm. Now, I know that some Christians would look at me, what in the world are you talking about? But the prayer talks about Jesus. The prayer talks about the Holy Spirit. But if you believe that peace can change and lower crime, speak it out. They'll speak it out and get saved. Yeah. You know, uh, we put too many restrictions on things. Uh, who is Jesus and what are we doing about it? And if we keep in that lane and then... Some of these doctrines over here, some of these doctrines over there, some of them are important, but we've, ma we've made a major on minor things. Mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. I saw you walking down the hall. Yeah. I saw your mm -hmm. countenance. I saw the love of God in your eyes. <laughs> I said, he's my brother. <laughs> Man, we're in this thing together. Likewise, likewise. You know, and yeah. do we have differences? More than likely, but yes. I don't want to know them. Yeah. I don't care to know them. Right. They don't make any difference to what we have in our hearts together. That's right. That's right. And and um, that's so important. You know, we keep going back to unity and being on one accord, being on about the mission. And you know, I was in the military. Okay. And that when you when you first get to boot camp mm -hmm. everyone's different we came from different parts of the nation some came from overseas but they were they they passed the test and everything and got into the military and and for probably depending on what day you get there for four days you're called rainbows because you don't have a uniform yet yeah. so you got all your different colors in there yeah. and they're teaching you how to march and how to become one that's right. Exactly then, right. Yeah. Then you get your hair cut. So everybody start looking the same. <laughs> yeah. Then you get your clothes issued. Uh -huh. But one of the major things that I took from boot camp alone yeah. was you had 40 men. That's 80 legs. But our, our, our drill sergeant always said 80 legs, one sound. 
Yes. Mm. Right. That That's they right. hit mm. the ground yeah. uh -huh. and make one sound. Mm. And by the time that was over with, you, it sound like an army coming, but it was one sound. Boom. Boom. That's right. Boom. And it was a cadence. Yes. And if we're in the army of the Lord, see, uh -huh. you're going to take those same principles mm -hmm. and apply them to my life in Christianity exactly and, and right. others. Yeah. In fact, in the military, they found out when they walk across bridges, they don't march in a cadence. <laughs> because when, they're go when it's go one sound, sound yeah. it's reverberating. They've destroyed, they've destroyed <laughs> bridges. Yeah. Bridges have fallen apart because of the vibrations of their one step. So they Power. let everybody just, just walk. Yeah, the but, power of it. And don't walk together. My goodness. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and one another thing about boot camp, I think every man should go to it because you know yourself. I, I agree. <laughs> when they tell you to do something, they don't ask. Now, do you agree with it? No. Uh, is it is it according to your philosophy or anything? They don't really care if you agree with it or not. That right. is a non-issue to them. Right. The issue is do it. Right. Just do it. They don't care if you disagree with it. That's not. That's a non-issue. Right. And in Christianity, you know, we can. Can we say the same thing? Right. And speak the same thing, you know, and and get away from uh, what God. If God says something, that settles it. I heard a minister right. say one time, "When I read the Word and it goes crosswise with my thinking." I say, your thinking's wrong. You've got to think like, like the Word of God thinks. Right. He says, have the mind of Christ. That's right. <clears throat> and, and what you're saying, you know, we equate it back to the military, is we had to conform. That's right. To achieve a mission. Yeah. We had to be one. Whether you was Air Force, Marines, Army, whatever, everyone had their role, right. but it was a mission. That's right. And we had to conform. Uh -huh. and, and Paul said, we have to conform to the image of Christ. That's exactly right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. See, and, and you were talking about unity and saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's one of the powers of our prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. is praying and speaking out the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like in uh, the Tower of Babel, when they were speaking the same thing, God said, nothing shall be impossible to them. So he confounded their speech, and he confounded <laughs> yeah. their ability to hear what, understand what other people were saying. So when Christians all over the world are speaking out this, or wherever they're speaking it out, we're saying the same thing. Therefore, we're in a, a type of unity. Nothing will be impossible to us. Yeah. When we're talking about changing our cities to become cities of light, that Jesus is Lord over our cities, our cities are, are um, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, a city. On a hill. Yeah, it's a city, uh, a light on a hill. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to have sanctuary cities. Oh, sanctuary cities, okay. Sanctuaries where people can come, because this is a stronghold, a uh, strong tower of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Come to our city, you'll be safe. Come mm -hmm. to our city, and, and you can live a, a, a prosperous, abundant, fulfilled life, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Jesus is Lord. And our, like, our, like Mayor uh, Price said many years ago in her first State of the City uh, address, she proclaimed, Fort Worth is a shining light on a hill. Yeah, yeah I remember that. For other cities to follow. 
and changing your city is about helping that to happen. Yeah. Uh, I just want to share on the airways, you know, we were talking earlier. Matter of fact, in the hallway, and I don't know how we got on that subject, but, yeah. <laughs> but I was telling you about an experience where I went overseas, uh-huh. and um, I was in the church. They were singing songs I couldn't understand. They right. were speaking words I couldn't understand, a whole total different language. But I knew I was in the right place because of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And here I was on the other, literally on the other side of the world. Right. And... It really opened my mind mm-hmm. to when I come back to the U.S., I really noticed, not like they didn't have divisions, but I noticed all the, it, it was amplified, all the divisions that was here. Right. And, uh, but we have the same spirit. That's right. Do we? You see? Yeah. So, so, um, I we think should. that's, that's an importance too that you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's really big. You, you keep bringing it up, but it's, it's getting bigger now. You know, we were just, for those that don't know, we were passing each other in the hallway. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and spoke to each other and just like, hey, like we already knew each other. Yeah. For our whole lives. Mm-hmm. And that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the Spirit in me and the Spirit in you. And if we can just get that concept. Here, you know, we speak locally here in the Metroplex. Um, there's so many churches on each corner. You know, and like you say, in the division, it may be the doctrine. It may be this, maybe that. But, man, the power of unity. Yeah. How good and pleasant it is. Yeah. When, when we're in unity, God himself stands up from his throne and commands the blessing, and I believe with the same fervency as he said, let there be light, he commands the blessing, life forevermore. That means nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. That means there's not darkness of sickness, darkness of lack, darkness of division. Right, right. His life, and we are carriers of that. Right. And... uh, I'm a much of a, I'm so much of an optimist. Uh, in fact, I will go far as to say this: the world's getting darker and darker. It is. Yeah. I never thought I would see it get like this. Yeah. We are. We are. God is setting all of this up. Because mm-hmm. when <laughs> yeah. things are possible, God will leave the possible for us to do mm-hmm. if we won't yield that, even that to him. But when things get impossible, we're on his territory. <laughs> right. So it looks like things are impossible. Right. No, they're not. But God. And this prayer of changing your city, uh, this, when, when believers, well, when people speak it out, they are unleashing that power. Yes. Yes. And we will see cities change by the power of God. Let no man take the glory for right, it. Right, right. But we have our part. We have our part. Yeah. Well, don't take the glory for it. Yeah. Every man has his part. Every That's man right. Wants. That's Every right. Every child of God That's right. has a part. Yeah. And we have to do our part. We are responsible. You are responsible for you. And in doing our part, we got to also help hold each other accountable. That's right. Sometimes you just got to nudge your neighbor and say, hey, are you, did you do your part today? Yeah. <laughs> did you do yeah. your part this week? You know, because we do know that the schedules in life is, is different for a lot of people at times. People's That's right. schedules just busy. Uh, but it should never be too busy for us to pull together. 
That's and right. I can tell you one reason why I shouldn't be that busy, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have any comments that you'd like to share, give us a call here at the studio, 214-556-6239. I got about 20 more minutes before we have to get away from here. But one th- reason why we ought to work together, pull together, pray together, because we're crying together. Mm. All right. Let me say that again. One reason why we ought to work together, pull together, pray together, and that's because we are crying together. Every time there is a school, we're getting used to school shootings like it's a sports. And it seems like we have become numb. Yes. And let me share this with us. None of us should become none to any of our children being gunned down at school when they're helpless and defenseless. That's right. right. Yes. None of us. That means all parents, I don't care who you are, where you are, all parents need to be part of the PTA, need to go to school boards meeting, need to also just go to the school and visit, eat lunch with your child. Some of us need to do that. I know you don't want to see what kind of activity you're going to find them in. That's another show. I ain't going to bother that one today. But we can, we got to change because we all crying together. Mm-hmm. We are crying together. You may be holding it because you don't want nobody to see you cry. But we are crying together. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, Michael Moore say in a message when Jesus come in on the town, and he did this on Palm Sunday, when Jesus comes into town on the donkey, and I think it was around Luke 19 and 43, the scripture says, and Jesus wept. Yes. Yeah. And Jesus wept because he saw the condition of Jerusalem. That's right. We ought to see the condition. Mm-hmm. We ought to see the problem. Mm-hmm. And we ought to want Two, it ought to encourage us. It ought to make us so angry that we don't sit there and just wait on a government help. That's right. We become the very city and the light and the salt of the earth. That's right. And we implement the help. That's exactly Because you know what I've learned, Jim? God has already equipped us with everything that we need. He has, yes. He has equipped us, Jackson, with everything we need. We just don't want to do it. Every tool. That's all it is. Yeah, that's we got carpenters. We got we got builders. We we got painters. We we got plumbers. We we got electricians. We 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 got everything that we do. We need. Uh And there's at least ten of each one. And we can do what we need to do. You know, one thing when you say changing the city, and one of these <clears> things that, that, that brought to my attention when you said changing the city, and I was looking at the program, uh, along with that prayer, we can come together and we can put a building for our kids to have the opportunity to share their skills and to hang out. The community can fund it. Mm-hmm. We fund everything else. The community can fund it. A place where they can go without hanging on the streets. That's right. We have drag races around here in the streets and all Mm -hmm. that. But we have property where if they want to test their Hellcats and Hemis and all that good stuff, let's take it to the strip. That's right. Yeah. That way to keep the streets safe. Mm Mm-hmm. We, 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 we have 
people that have the property, all we got to do is come together and make it work. Mm-hmm, that's we, right. we, can, we can get with Texas Motor Speedway when they ain't doing nothing to have, have a time where they can go out there and, 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 and race it out. And if you want to tie it up, then <laughs> that's all you. <laughs> but but you, my whole point is that's right. coming together. Mm-hmm. Because in the community, mm-hmm. we're crying together. Yeah. And we should not be numb to the situation. That's exactly To right. the violence mm-hmm. that is spreaded throughout our entire city. You can go way north to the Denton County line. Mm-hmm. You can go way west. You can go way east. You can go way south. The violence is in the four corners of this city. Mm-hmm. But where are the prayer warriors? Mm-hmm. Where are, as I heard the ladies say, where are the gatekeepers? Mm-hmm. Where are the watchers? That's right. I'll God told Ezekiel, I made you a watchman. Yeah. <laughs> where are the watchmen? I got I got an answer for that. Come on, come on. As we're sitting here talking, you know, you sometimes when we're in a sitting like this and you start hearing everything, yeah. it's really bombarding. I said, Lord, what 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 is it? You know, what is it? Ephesians five and fourteen says, For this reason it says, Awake, sleeper. Yep, that's right. And arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We unload ourselves to sleep. Wow. And you know, you're talking about a watchman. Where are the watchmen? You go back to the original intent, the original words that God spoke about man. I call that uh, the original commission. Okay. And it says, uh, have dominion. Yeah. Be fruitful, multiply. Yeah. And subdue. Yeah. The first thing he told Adam, watch out, you're going to have something to subdue. <laughs> and so that's what we're supposed to do. In Genesis 2.15, he says, how are you supposed to do that? Tend and keep. That word keep in the Hebrew means to be a watchman. Wow. Mm. Wow. Look at God. One wow. of the, our DNA and our makeup is to be every believer, and really every person taking a breath is made out of his image, made in his image out of his likeness, but Christians are the ones that have are actively moving with God. He's made all of us watchmen. Yes. Yeah. We're yes. still to tend yes. and still to keep. That's yes. what the Great Commission says. Yes. And Mark, it says, go and, and, and be with people. Matthew says, mm. disciple nations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we are to be watchmen. Yeah. And that's, again, I give, you know, my burning passion is changing your city. Every, all roads lead to Rome to me. All roads and conversations lead to changing your city to me. Because yeah. that's, that's burning in me. Yeah. But when we're praying that prayer, when you out there are listening, and if you will download that prayer, and you speak out that prayer, you're unleashing the power of peace to be that watchman, to that that power of peace will enforce peace. And you're being a watchman over your family, your neighbors, your city, to make sure for the purpose of your city, your neighbors, and your family, walking in peace and unity without giving place to darkness that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. 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 That's good. 
That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Am I Worth the Time show, we have in studio, I guess, Mr. Jim uh, DeLong. And Mr. Jim DeLong is solution-minded. He yeah. is a solution-minded uh, person. God has led him in a different way and to help reach out and, he- and direct others as the Lord has direct to lead him to find changing your city. That's right. A ministry dedicated to mobilizing Christians around the world to unleash the power of peace to change their city. And so, Brother Jim, tell us your website, how people can uh, connect with you. Uh, uh, and how volunteers or uh, 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 whatever, whatever funding that may be needed or, ha- or whatever. Come on. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, so the website of Changing Your City is changingyourcity.org.org. And you could go there and there's the, the homepage that has you know, information on it. Then you can go to our prayer page that it has a prayer. And then what we do, we ask people to sign up. And uh, and here's the reason. There's a number of reasons. Uh, on the homepage, we have a part of the homepage that has a map of the world with pinpoints on it. Okay. And everyone that signed up, that represents people that are praying for their city. I want there to be so many pins you can't see. You can't see the globe. You can't see the map. Because the more people praying, the more effective change we're going to see across cities, states, nations, and the world. What would, we, what would happen if we had 100,000 people praying this prayer? Yeah. What would happen if we had 2 million people praying this prayer? Yeah. I don't want to give the devil any chance of having to do anything. Yeah. We can bring yeah. it down. We can't stop his work because there will be people that align with him and will do his bidding. But, but see... Jesus conquered that. Yes. What does it mean? You are more than a conqueror. We don't have to break through anything. (laughs) But the enemy wants us to say, oh, man, I've got the sickness or this problem. I've got to break through this. The devil's already won part part of the fight. Mm -hmm. We are made more than conquerors. Yeah. He he has set us seated seated with Christ. Heavenly so places. we can be there and decree down. And regardless of the problems we face, and I'm not trying to minimize them, mm-hmm. some problems are, are extreme yes. and intense in people's life. Yeah. But where are we positionally? Who are we? Right. What is our identity? Right. Our identity is well, I'm more than a conqueror. Right. So even though I have this problem, Jesus already conquered it. So what do I need to do? I need to line up with what Jesus did and speak out, mm-hmm. speak out prayers, speak out scriptures that align with that. Just like that one scripture we have, peace be still. Mm-hmm. Is there a storm in your life? Mm-hmm. Are you experiencing a storm and it's like this, you're going to get capsized? It could be finances and how are we going to pay our rent? How can I put food on the table? And those things are real yeah. and they're extreme. Yeah. But you can say, peace, be still. Yeah. And it's not your peace. It's not from you. Jesus said in John, I think, 14, my peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. Mm-hmm. 
not as the world. Right. So Jesus has put his peace, and peace is a part of him. It's just not some passive thought or concept. Jesus said, I have dispensed into you peace so that when you come up with situations in your life, you can speak out, my unleash my peace to affect that situation. Amen. Amen. And uh, so uh, on our website, we we like people to fill out that form. I do send out a weekly email. It's really short, but it's to encourage you. Yeah, we can get discouraged. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, and uh, again, I'm not out to build a big ministry. Hmm. I'm not out to build my name. May His name be glorified yeah. in everything I do. But I do know this: He commissioned me. To, to start and be a steward over changing your city so he can work through changing your city to change cities and to change the world. And the more of us doing it together and birds of a feather flock together, mm. I haven't seen you guys before. I, mean, I, I saw you guys at the Christmas party, but I didn't mm. know you. Yeah. Right. But we know one another. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, we sir. know one another by the Spirit. Yeah. And so the more people involved, one puts a thousand to fly, I mean, a hundred to fight, two puts ten thousand. What if we have a million people praying? Right. Yeah. yeah. Change the world. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it doesn't cost anything more to dream big. That's right. <laughs> That's Some right. people might say, you know, I can, cha- I want to change my family. Okay. Right. Right. You know, right. I want to change the world. Yeah. It doesn't cost any more to do that. Yeah. yeah. And if nothing's impossible with God. So I encourage you all that are listening and my and hear my heart. Uh please go to the website. Yeah, can you give the website yeah. again? Uh, yes, it's changing your city, all lowercase, all one word, dot org. And We've prayed over that website, and my heart in the website is that when you see the graphics and you see things, the Spirit of God inside of you resounds a big amen. Yes. Yes. This is something I can do. This is something easy I can do to take part in being a part of the solution. When you speak out this prayer, you are actively being a part of the solution. And God will come in and change things. Yeah. yeah. Don't just be about fussing about it. Yes. Let's pray it out. Yeah. Brother Jackson, come on with your thoughts. Yeah, my, my thoughts, I'm sitting here just looking at this whole process, how you shared where you found the Lord, when the Lord found you, yeah. and you embraced it in college. Yeah. And you shared with us your journey. Yeah. And what I, what I see right now is God dropped a passion in you that's right to complete the purpose for him that's exactly right yeah and exactly. we my wife and i has been on this journey and the lord's just bringing people across our our path yeah. that's walking in purpose mm-hmm. and it's so exciting that's right so it's 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 stirred me up um i'm excited good and and now we know each other. Yeah. So you know when the when the studio lights go down and the mics go off, we can start making some plans. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Am I Worth the Time show, you have been listening to our guests and Gary Jackson and myself, mm-hmm. Brother Jim DeLong, who the Lord has 
convicted in his heart and led him to solution minded. That's right. And the appeal is for all of us come together and become solution minded, work together, pray together. You know, the scripture says we are to watch, fight, and pray. And some of us doing everything else except praying. We're crying together. We're crying together. You shouldn't have to wait on the the the, the good Lord to uh, allow a tornado to strike mm-hmm. your city That's right. in yeah. order to strike your community or to tear up your neighborhood in order for us to pull together. That's right. We ought to be proactive now Amen. in pulling together, and we got to stand against the violence. That is taking place. Yeah. Everyone hears someone talking about carrying out an act of violence. Mm-hmm. Brother Jim said, speak up. Speak up. That's right. You are an influence to somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody That's right. values That's right. the words that come out of your mouth. Yes, Even if the words are wrong, somebody value what comes out of your mouth. So speak up. That's right. Tell them to put them guns down. Mm -hmm. There was a time when we used to duke it out, Mm. not shoot it out. Put your guns down. Some of us got to get the rocks out of our jaws. We got to let the rocks out of our hands. Mm -hmm. And we got to put praying hands together. All right. So that we can pray for one another. Yes, sir. With one another. About one another. And what was this about? The violence that is taking place. Right here in our Metroplex. Mm-hmm. It's all over. It don't matter where you stay. You can run wherever you want. There is a devil that's waiting to unhack in your community. So, Brother Jim, again, we thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Changing your city. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listening, changingyourcity.org. Look them up. Reach out to them. Kappa Ministry, Mac Ministries. Listen, we all got to pull together. That's right. So that we can minimize the violence that we have running so rapidly mm-hmm. in our city. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all, that's all today. We got to get ready to get out of here. Thank you for tuning in to us. Stevie B and Gary Jacks, Jackson with the Fire and Life Ministry. And then our guest, Brother Jim DeLong. DeLong. Yes, sir. Thank we you, are Lord. Greatly appreciative. We got to go. See you next week. Same place, same time, as Batman would say. <laughs> <laughs>